Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another amazing segment of the Stones Will Cry Out podcast show. On the line right now, I have Mr. Broderick Strachan, a.k.a. Shy. Thank you so much, and he is going to address the youth. All right. Okay. Uh, for, for your audience that might not know, my name is Shy Roger Strong. They call me Shy. Um, I've been in I've been in federal prison now for seventeen and a half years. Um, I'm at the, the, the eight month period of, of for my of my release. And what I want to share with um, you is uh, at fourteen years old, I was tried as a dog in Florida State Prison, and it was one of one of um, very hard period of my life because I, I was still a young, not young man, but I was, I was a baby still, you know. It was the racist time in America, 1979, and I was at a place called Lake Butler, and it was a it was, it was, it was a place where they used to beat men, you know, some time to death. And at 14, I had to I had to be in there like six months in that in that part of the prison because I was too young to go on on compound. And I, I heard guys get beat every night. Sometimes I, I could be in, I could be sleeping around one, maybe two, and I wake up hearing cries and screams and, and the N word being thrown around because it's you know they was you know a lot of guys that was coming through that was black men. You know they was crying. And I cried a lot of times for them. Okay, black now where, where was this? Where was this located again? It's in um, Lake Butler, but, um, but Florida. A state prison is like a, a transit center when you come through and you stay there for a period of time before you donate to a prison. But it was one of the places where they set they, they the, um, the tone for men coming through, you know, and mm-hmm. they beat you, you know, got a, guys that, you know, maybe got out of line and said something stick. And by me being from Miami, I seen firsthand guys that had gold teeth back then. They, they had a job with never gold teeth in them because they specialized in knocking dudes' teeth out. So it was a bad place. And while I was there, um, one weekend I got bit. I don't know what what bit me, but you know my my chest seemed like it was on fire and bumps all over. So I was calling for the guard, you know, telling him I need to see a, a medical. And then he came, he called me a nigger boy, you know, for um, excuse my language. And he told me about making any more noise. He's gonna come put his foot put his foot in my behind. And so all that weekend, I you know I had to you know you know suck it up. And you know it was it was it was a lot of pain. And then that Monday came around. And they took me to the infirmary, and they never told me what it was. Some, you know, bit me, and um, I stayed there for about maybe uh, three weeks before they get designated me out of there. But in all told, I stayed there six months. And um, but but that story it, it left me bitter for for correction officers. I you know I hated them, you know, for the way they treated us, and, you know. And uh, I know there's a lot of racist officers there back back then. And not having anybody explaining things to me, I was I, I was pretty terrified. But with the kid, it made me hard, you know. So as I you know, went through doing my time, you know, I, I'd play any games because I know I was a young kid. And if I if I showed any fear, you know, I, I'd have been mis mis misused in the group. So I had to I had to grow up fast, you know. And um, I spent two years um, in prison, and when I got out, you know, I was I was way more mature. Matured than a 16 year old, and uh, it affected my life because I really didn't learn a whole lot being in prison other than how to survive and my hate for you know correction officers at that time. But uh, also had a friend named Gary Reed, you know, uh, 
Green was at the time, he was like 16. And he stood a man, he robbed this, this white guy from New York. And um, he was he was, he was on the floor, so you know, we had to take pills that night before. And he robbed the guy, and the gun went off to kill the guy. He's been in prison ever since. You know, Gary, you know, and it hurts because he never had a, a childhood. Okay, he went to prison when he was 16 years old, you know. And now Gary, like 50, 50, 60, 50, uh, maybe about 55, something like that. Uh, you know, and, 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 and my, you know, the reason why I want to share that is that it's, it's, you know, when you grow up, you know, thinking that, you know, being a part of gangs, being a part of guys that are gangsters and street guys, it's a price to be paid, you know, and you know, it took me 40 years. a couple of questions um so in this country um if you're a juvenile aren't there laws against um housing juveniles with adult population or trying them as an adult i guess it depends on the crime like what isn't there a law right but you know with me well but i mentioned when, when we first was a child over as an adult uh, that was one of the first uh, things that they started doing uh, they, 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 they modify some of it now, but, you know, back then, you know, you had lawyers and they're not really all lawyers are bad, but a lot of those lawyers have, uh, thousands of cases of, you know, hundreds of cases, so you just one number that's coming through, you know, I should have never went to a prison, you know, that wasn't, I wasn't getting in trouble like that, I was supposed to went to, a, you know, anything, a juvenile detention center, you know, and, you know, and, you know, and got help, but, you know, I was proud of, but now it's, it's starting to change a little bit, but, you know, with the violence, with the youth and the guns and the killing and all that, you know, they're going to put you in prison. You know, so it, it, we really need more guidance out there, more mentors and things like that. Guys coming from prison, going really out there to, you know, encourage the youth, you know, to, to you know, to look, you know, do, do productive things and not commit crime, not use drugs. And, you know, we leave our women out there, you know, and I know, you know, they doing the best they could with them, yeah, but it's, it's peer pressure too, you know, being around. You know, the, the bad element, so I would just recommend the mothers and fathers that have young kids just pay attention to who they're around, pay attention to what they, you know, they listen to, different things like that, because they're going to depend on, you know, going forward, what they, you know, what they do, because if they're around 
at this stage in your life you can say that you're you've learned your lesson and you're transformed I'm, I'm sorry that. I said okay. so at this stage in your life you you can basically say that you've learned your lesson and you're transformed I'm sorry can you say about, about this time of my life I transformed I'm sorry it's not breaking up again please oh you said you can't hear me no yeah say it one more time I said, so at this stage in your life, have you, you know, have you been transformed? Are you, you know, have you changed, you know, the well, way, the yes, way, okay. Definitely. Yes, well, definitely, yes, well, definitely, I transformed. At first, I, I had to look at me, you know, I, like I said, you know, it four years for me to get to this point when I looked up, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this is what I've been doing. You know, I let my stuff down, I let my kids down, I let my family down, and I was 40 years old in prison, I still had a long way to go. And I just started getting honest with myself. I, you know, I was, I was playing games with myself, and I was telling lies, and I was telling lies to myself. You know, I started just one day at a time. I, I started studying, and I started paying attention to myself, and I wanted more, so I started reading and different things like that, reading proper books and setting goals and, and, and you know, visualizing our future. You know, I'm a big proponent of vision uh, 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 boards and. You know, decide what I want out of life, you know, where I want to go at my life, whatever time God give me, on the earth, I want to live to the fullest, you know, I want to see the world, I want to help other people, so helping other people, you know, help me, 
you'll feel good about myself, you know, and, and realize that, you know, I had a purpose. So that's what I've been doing ever since the last like eight years. I've been, you know, trying to have other men, you know, mentor young guys and, you know, trying to get them, you know, you know, not to waste any time in jail because, you know, one other thing I want to mention real quick is that, you know, when we get out of jail, a lot of times our family members think that, you know, throwing a party for us or, you know, uh, buying liquor, give them something to smoke or what have you, you know, that's something I'm showing love, but when they don't know, that's, that's setting us back for those guys that really don't understand what, what a habit are, you know, they got habits that they, you know, issues that they really have never put the hard ones in prison. So when they get out, they get, you know, that substance of proof again. And, you know, right. they lose it, you know, once, you know, once again, out okay. of time. So, you okay, know, so yeah. So, awesome. so your time is a little bit limited. You have less than a minute. So any last words you want to leave with the listeners? Yes, you know, just never give up. Never give up on yourself and people do change. You know, and if you have anybody incarcerated, you know, encourage them to do more for themselves while they're in, you know, and let them know how important it is for them. You know, how much you need them to get their life together, you know, now come back out there and do the same thing, you know, because we are best out here, you know, and just, you know, watch our young boys, you know, them predators out there. You know, really watch your kids, pay attention to them, and fight for them. Fight for your kids, fight for your, you know, and fight for yourself, you know. And thank you, too, for this opportunity, you know, and I hope that was able to share some insight and help somebody going forward in life. And thank you. I thank you for taking the time. And um, you continue to be blessed and you continue in the fight. I will. You do the same. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to that amazing and powerful segment with Mr. Roderick, a.k.a. Shy. And we will now break for a commercial. Thank you so much for tuning in to another powerful segment of The Stones Will Cry Out. Let us encourage each other's strengths and coach each other within our weaknesses without condemnation so that we can truly embrace each other's differences. We all need each other and therefore we can all learn from each other. Let us continue to uplift one another. Where there is unity, there is peace, freedom, joy, and love. And until we meet again, thank you so much. May you be kept safe. God bless you. Good night. Freedom from the abyss of the Iron Beast.